The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a small town 30 years ago this week. There's a small town in Montana. The name of the town is called Billings. 83,000 people in this town. At the time, in that area, the states in that area, the five surrounding states in Montana, Wyoming, you know, that area, Washington, they were declared by the Aryan nations as an area only for people of the whitest of backgrounds. And anyone that was a minority, not white, Jewish, whatever, was not welcome in those places. And they wanted to institute that area as a place without any Jews. Anti-Semitic attacks started multiplying, hate crimes, violence, symbols spray-painted. In one case, even led it leading to, to a hate crime of murder. And then one night on Chanukah, there's a young boy, his name is Isaac Schnitzer. At the middle of the night, a brick gets thrown through his bedroom window. This child wakes up, there's glass all over his bed. He's terrified. The mother is flipping out. Why was the brick thrown through the window? Because the kid had menorah in the window. Okay. The mother, the next morning, is interviewed by the Gazette, the local newspaper. And they write an article in the interview, and she says, the police came and they told me that because of the sensitive nature of what's going on over here, what should you do? You should take the Jewish symbols that you have in the window and maybe put them somewhere else. Don't advertise your Judaism. Don't let people know who you are. That way you won't be made a target. And she writes in the article, the person wrote in the article, that the mother said, I was very confused as to what to tell my child. Should, she, should he hide his identity? Should he hide his religion? Should he be afraid? Should he be embarrassed? It didn't sit well with me what the police were telling me to do, what the police were telling my son to do. My friends, that night, a woman reads this newspaper article. She's not Jewish. She's a Christian woman. She reads this article about what the police had told Isaac Schnitzer, a five-year-old boy, and his mother Tammy to do. She asked herself, what would I do if someone told me that I had to take away my Xmas tree? I had to take away the hearth on the front door. I had to take away the tinsel and the lights and all the things that we do to celebrate our holiday. What would I tell my child? And she remembered something she'd learned about the war. In Denmark, the Nazis took over Denmark and they commanded the king of Denmark at the time that he was obligated to distribute yellow stars to all the Jews. The king was afraid, you know, to... Uh, to, to turn the Nazis down. After all, Denmark is not famous for their military prowess, okay? So what did he do? He said, okay, he had no choice. But when the Nazis came, they could not find their Jews. You know why? Because the king of Denmark had distributed yellow stars not only to every Danish Jew, but to every Danish citizen. And every Jew and non-Jew was wearing a yellow star, including the king himself. The Nazis never said that you can't voluntarily wear a yellow star right? My friends, listen carefully. She said to herself, maybe what the king of Denmark did, I could do. And if they threw a brick through the kid's window because there was a Jewish sign in the window, maybe instead of asking the Jews to hide their symbols, we could all display their symbols. She calls up her pastor, not Jewish, obviously, <laughs> as pastors are not. And she tells the pastor, what do you think? And the guy likes the idea. He calls other faith leaders. And by that night, in hundreds of windows of non-Jewish homes in Billings, Montana, are paper menorahs cut out in the, in the windows. 
That night, the Gazette of the local newspaper finds this story, what a beautiful story. They print a paper menorah in the newspaper for you to cut out, decorate, and put in your window. And by that night, there's between six and 10,000 paper menorahs in the windows of the cities of Billings, Montana. The next year, they all pulled out their paper menorah again and hung it in the window. In fact, they did many different things. There's a book about it called The Town That Fought Hatred, I think. There was a play written about it called Paper Candles. My friends, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you to think and consider for one second the heart and mind of that, of that woman, that non-Jewish woman. There's a bunch of Jews. There's far more anti-Semites. You could decide, what am I going to do? You can't change the world. How few? There's so many, so few people. You can't change the world. What did she say? Forget that. Whatever we can do, we will. So a few people, a few hundred people, light the menorahs, which becomes a few thousand people. My friends, Rabin Biyad Me'atim is the energy of Hanukkah, that the many fall to the few. There's a beautiful line that says, never believe that a few dedicated people cannot change the world. Indeed, they are the only groups that ever have. The few, the committed, the people who are me'atim, but also tehorim. They're few, but they're pure of heart. They're few, but they are righteous. My friends, ultimately, that light, it wins out. And this woman's plan eventually succeeded. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.